Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine. seals and it is october i mm-hmm. spooky season white people decoration season is what it is because let me tell you one thing about my neighborhood they do not play about a halloween decoration so really? much so no it's like very serious for them like there's like zombie graveyards mm. like <laughs> I always wonder I who like buys this stuff at the stores. Like I see it at the store, but I feel like I never see it in real they, life. My neighborhood. That's who's <laughs> buying it. I remember watch I remember like walking the dog and like this woman was like taking her two year old like up and down the street, like looking at the different <laughs> um decor. Decor. And I was just like that you know, I'm used to seeing that with like Christmas lights and stuff. Right. No. Right. It was like, ooh, look at the giant tarantula. That they have. (laughs) Like my next door neighbor, I asked him to come help me um, like carry like a a love seat up Mm. up the stairs today. He was like, what's that over there? And I turned and like he has this like demon baby um, figurine. It's like a it's and it has like spiders crawling over it. I hate this thing. And every year he hides it in different places and scares me. And he caught me slipping. (laughs) caught me slipping I turned my head and it was like ah! and I, I literally like I don't know if you remember there was like a vine where this guy was like jumping out of a box like in a school and like he jumped out on this black dude and dude punched him in the face oh my god no I don't remember it was, that, but that's it was like it was like a Halloween thing like this guy was like jumping out in like the screen mask and he jumped out on the, uh, wrong, okay. the wrong dude and he like popped him in the face it was the same exact reaction like I screamed and then punched him in the arm he was that'll like do it. so Mind you, Christmas, no decorations. Me and my next door neighbor, that's it. Why, Amanda? Really? Because everyone else is Jewish. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no way. Last year, I did see some people putting up, like, inflatable dreidels. And I was like, I mean, I guess. I was like, I like America has stuff for everything. I'm sure they got some Hanukkah lights of sorts at the local Walmart. They had like a Hanukkah. I saw someone had like a Hanukkah snowman, like an inflatable snowman <laughs> that was like dressed like a rabbi. You know, do what you can. Do what you can. Do what you <laughs> can. Well, we're going to do what we can. Uh, this is the beginning of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I want to mm-hmm. send a rest in peace out to Kristen Sanborn, who was my childhood friend and uh, a gymnast and just one of the nicest, greatest people of all time. And she died of breast cancer in 2018 and I remember because I saw this clip the other day that I found out about her passing while we were shooting a scene on Insecure and if you look at the Insecure blooper reel it looks like I'm being stank because everyone's laughing in this like Mm -hmm. scene sitting at a table and I'm just not and that's why I'm not because I just found out 
seven minutes earlier that Kirsten had that Kristen had passed. Um, R.I.P. But shout out to. But one thing I will say about Kristen, she, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, breast cancer at twenty two. What? Um, wow. Stage four at twenty two. Oh. And uh, she really fought that thing to the death and like really lived like a full life and had got married and had a son. And like, I feel like she really did her best to not let it take her out. And so we got to continue to do your breast checks, y'all. Feel for them lumps. Remember, don't 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 ignore the armpit. That's for men, too. Men get breast cancer as well. Mm-hmm. Don't get way. caught out there. Don't get caught out there. Also, get your mammograms if you can, even though the insurance company be trying to say we don't got to wait till we don't have to get it till we're 50. She was 22. Um, All right. What do we have coming up next today? Well, later today, we're going to talk about almost 50 children went missing in Cleveland in the month of September. So we're going to talk about that. Also, Outkast, one of your favorite groups, dropped a new video for a 25-year-old song. And we got to give them a hot bar to celebrate, plus the big up let down. But this hour, we have 60-second headlines. Also, a federal judge from an appeals court has blocked a venture capital fund from moving forward with a program that awards funding to businesses run by black women. We'll break that down. And 27 years later, a man has been indicted for the murder of two Shakur. I mean, better late than never. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Steel Show. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be right back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time for Black Year in News. Now, over the weekend, the Federal's Appeal Court blocked a venture capital fund moving forward with a program that awards funding to businesses run by black women. The Atlanta-based 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals on a two-to-one vote granted a request by Edward Blum's American Alliance for Equal Rights, this is the same dude who got affirmative action out of there, to temporarily block Fearless Fund from considering applications for grants only from businesses led by black women. Mm -mm, mm. Now this is right after an appeals. This is right after a judge had actually said, this is nonsense and threw it out, but they appealed and were able to get this injunction. So we are living in a country that does not want us to win. And I I think it's very important to acknowledge that for 350 years, there were laws made specifically and explicitly to prevent black people from advancing. There were laws made in banking. There were laws made in home ownership. There were laws made in education. There were laws made in healthcare. There were laws made in public transportation. So we must acknowledge that was the case. And I think some people lose sight of that, right? I think sometimes sometimes people feel like racism is just like the Karen in a neighborhood. And it's like, no, no, no. What we mean by systemic racism is that there were legislation specifically created to hold black people back. Mm -hmm. And it was supported by the Supreme court from the inception of the Supreme court. So in 1965 and 64 and 68, there was a civil rights act, the voting rights act, you know, Mm -hmm. the fair housing rights act. And so there was this idea that once these things were passed, poof, everything would just now become equal for black folks. And that is not the case. So there was a consciousness, even Lyndon Baines Johnson said very clearly, like, you can't have held people back like a whole this whole time and then expect them to just be able to just be on equal footing. Like that's not possible. It's not fair. So there has to be efforts made to bring people forward. 
those efforts have been affirmative action. Those mm-hmm. efforts have been like scholarships, like that are specifically dedicated to certain cultural and gender-based groups, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and initiatives. Right. And let me just say something because I feel like when people talk about the fact that like the stop Asian hate bill passed and how frustrating that was that we don't have a pass a bill directly passed for black people. Like mm-hmm. I understood the frustration on a like emotional level, but mm-hmm. as I've been putting myself through this kind of like makeshift master's program that I'm dealing, that I'm doing right now <laughs> in, in history, <laughs> I understand it on a deeper level because okay. again, there were laws made explicitly to hold us back. Mm-hmm. So there needs to be laws made to bring us forward. And there also need to be laws made to protect us. And the 14th amendment that was supposed to protect us has not been used to protect us because it was specifically, it was, it was specifically written a specifically (laughs) like it was purposefully written so that it could be kind of just like, you know, taken in whatever form it wanted to be. And at the time of its writing, like there were actually like, there was a justice and there were people in Congress who were like, if you don't write this like explicitly, then it's going to be taken out of like whatever context people want to. And they were like, yeah, right. yeah, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> America. So I just want to say that, like, you're not crazy for saying that. And I feel like I didn't do enough and I didn't say enough on my own platforms in supporting that mindfulness. Mm. Um, and that was my fault. And we absolutely as black people need to have specific and explicit bills to protect us, mm-hmm. whether it's the George Floyd bill, whether it's a, you know, the, another voting rights act bill, et cetera. Um, the lynching bill. And it is imperative. And this right here, this fearless fund whose goal is to create a world where women of color have equal access to the resources and the support they need to succeed in business deserves to exist. It deserves to thrive and it, not just deserves, but if this country claims to be what it's supposed to be, then it shouldn't be a problem. But the reality right. is that this country is ne- has never done what it claims to be ever. It's supposed to be, you know, we, the people, mm-hmm. we all have the pursuit of life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. We ain't, it ain't never been on that. <laughs> and we see it here. So the appeals court's majority made up of two appointees of former President Trump said the First Amendment does not give the defendants the right to exclude persons from a contractual regime based on race. And um, I believe that it should. If the race is black people, because, again, there's a false equivalency that's being conflated, that there's some level of equal playing field for black people and white people in this country. And it is not. And don't get it twisted. A black president didn't make it equal. <sighs> All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time you're hearing this, we came out the gate. Kick in the door. Wave in the 4-4. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm getting smarter every day. I'm getting smarter every day. Uh, y'all got to watch out. I'm putting myself through like a, a master's program of sorts. I'm taking all the master classes. I signed up for the app. You might uh, go back I'm reading. Roll, girl. Back What'd and you say? Go and pay that tuition real quick. Go ahead and roll. I mean, I, I pay for the app. I pay for the app. You know, I bought Eric Foner's Reconstruction. I've been reading about, I've been uh, audio booking about the Reconstruction, about the Audiobook 1619 project. Um, I'm writing notes. I have theses that have started popping up in my head. I'm about to write a paper. 
a thing with the notes. I saw a guy say, instead of writing what someone said when you take notes, write what it made you think of. That's why. That's how I do the notes. Oh, okay. Well, you step ahead of me. See, but that was for y- that was for y'all at home then. <laughs> yeah, like I write what the note in because the because the I will write both. I'll write like this fact, but then mm-hmm. this is what it informed for me. This right. is what I reacted to. Um, and I've had to go back to the notes a couple times when I was trying to read somebody recently, and it was effective. Someone asked me about reparations the other day, and I was like so armed. I have notes. And I just really went in and after they were like, oh. <laughs> and it's somebody who true. usually has something quippy to say and he just was like, oh. Um, which is my response when I learned that after 27 years, a man was charged with the murder of Tupac. <laughs> oh. Same, same. <laughs> um, this past Friday, a grand jury indicted 60-year-old Dwayne Davis also known as Kef D on one count of murder with a deadly weapon for the 1996 killing of Tupac. But notice that they never, they never, they never arrested that lady who lied about Emmett Till though. They didn't. Ne- never, did never, not. never took her, but Kef D Amanda, who apparently has cancer. His name is pronounced Keefy D. Oh, Keefy D. Okay. Um, he needs to spell it different. Um, cause that's a silent E. It's after a consonant. We all know that. So, uh, Keefe D confessed in numerous interviews over the years. <laughs> I'm not sure why it took this long, but when you, okay, so when I say confess, y'all are like, come, come on now. Let's, let's, let's play an example. <laughs> hey Tyson, how you feel about him saying that he wish he had five seconds in a room with Tupac killed? I only need one second with you, dude. Better leave me the alone. Keep boxing. You a boxer, sir, sir. <laughs> they going outside with this one. I I don't know what happens when Keefe D goes to prison in 2023. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like mm-hmm. you know if he had went to prison in the in the 90s, 2000s, it may be much harder for him. But the way mm-hmm. the way the, the way the millennials are set up, I don't know if they're gonna press him as hard but apparently according to cnn he confessed to police in 2009 well he confessed to a role in the case to a former detective who investigated the shooting but authorities couldn't like immediately use the information or something and he was under an agreement in 2009 on his initial confession and that agreement stated that authorities couldn't use i don't know what i don't understand the point of that i guess he had some type of immunity so he must have been snitching Mm -hmm. on the plug as well or something because (laughs) that doesn't make sense um but then he went on to like conduct interviews y'all the man wrote a book (laughs) that's what got me the book i'm like okay now but apparently he erroneously believed that he had immunity well clearly it wasn't just him that erroneously Mm -hmm. believed because the cops are just doing this now so according to the police, the way it went down was that the, there was a gang-based conflict in mm-hmm. um, in Vegas, you know, between two gangs from Compton. Tupac and, and Suge was affiliated with the mob Piru gang of the Bloods in Compton. And Keefe D was affiliated with the South Side Compton Crits. And Pac was in Vegas. He went to go to the Mike Tyson match. And mm-hmm. Keefe and his nephew, Orlando Anderson, also attended after the match. They got into it. There was a scuffle. Both crews left the hotel after the fight. And then when Keefe learned of the attack on his nephew, he devised a plan to obtain a firearm and retaliate. Now, I don't know if this will put rest of the folklore around Tupac Seth. You know, we never saw his body. 
Um, right. His mother has since passed. Rest in peace to Afeni Shakur. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I don't think he's going to really have that hard a time in prison. I think like he's probably just going to go spend some time with the Southside Compton Crips in jail. Oh, well, he lived a, li- uh, a full life. He's 60, so. I'm that's sure. the thing. At this point, it's like, why, you know, he, he had a whole life. He's going to go in there and be like, what's up, y'all? So, Retirement. rest in peace to Pac. Uh, you know, hit me with your favorite Tupac record, 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 Call me up and let's have a little reminiscing time. We'll be right back with the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for Jeremiah of the Bible to bring us some 60-second headlines. <laughs> All right, first up, President Biden signed the Stop Gap Bill into law to avert a government shutdown passed by Congress just hours ahead of the deadline when funding for federal agencies was set to run out. Mm, mm, mm. Let me tell you something. They was doing all kind of voting, late night voting, all kind of extraness. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Why? Because of Trump. Also, federal student loan borrowers, they will be required to pay their monthly student loan bills, y'all, starting this month. We're in October. It's here. <sighs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's been real, though. It's been, it's come been on, real. it's been real. It was three years. Um, also, this year, the BET Hip Hop Awards will honor the 30th anniversary of the iconic record label So So Death with performances from Jermaine Dupri, Bone Crusher, Bow Wow, The Brat, Them Franchise Boys, Ludacris, everybody. Everybody. I think this is going to be a really good um, BET Hip Hop Awards. And I think mm-hmm. we all must, we all know that So So Def really contributed mm-hmm. greatly. My favorite hip hop, not my favorite, my favorite song in existence <laughs> is the So So Def Bass All Stars My Boo. I mean, at night, I think of you. They weren't British, but boy, oh boy, they sound like it. <laughs> BTO and BT uh, Hip Hop Awards air Tuesday, October 10th, 2023 at 9 p.m. Eastern, hosted by Fat Jizzo. And speaking of television, Amanda, talks are set to resume today between striking actors and studio representatives two and a, two and a half months after the SAG after unions started on, started their strike. Let's get us off these picket lines, y'all. <laughs> let's, let's get us off. The writers got what they wanted, so hopefully we're going to get what we want. Mm-hmm. And lastly, Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein was three decades... Um, let me do it again. Also, Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein, who spent three decades on Capitol Hill. Like, why can I say this? It's the name. Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein, who spent three decades on Capitol Hill, who's also the longest serving female senator in history, died at the age of 90 over the weekend. Yes. And she was very impactful during her time. Uh, She was elected to the Senate in 1992 after a historic political career in San Francisco. I know that there are definitely a lot of us who are like, you know, sis, you could have got out there 
Mm-hmm. Could have got out of there a bit earlier. Uh, nonetheless, you know, let's give props where they're due. All right. Those are your 60 second headlines. Coming up next, we're going to go to the phone lines to see what's yeah. on your mind. All that and more coming up at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals, and I would love to hear from you. So make sure you give me a call. one 855 amanda 8 that's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Let's let's let, yeah, let's go to the phone lines. Let's see what's up. Amanda Jeremiah, like the Bible. Uh, this is Lee from Philly. Uh, the question you pose: Should politicians be able to change their party? Um, I, I'm going to say no, absolutely not. Because when you are out there campaigning and and riling people up to to stand behind you, they're standing behind you because of because of what your beliefs align with their beliefs, your values align align with their values. To then change party lines, um, you absolutely can, but that's your personal choice. And I think the government should have a runoff of some sort to then reelect, reelect another person because you can't stay in a position just because you change party lines now. And I just want to say last weekend was like rainy, dreary in Philly, and I was cleaning my place and I had a marathon of Small Doses podcast, which I absolutely love. So just wanted to share that. I have a great day. Yay. I'm glad you was in Philly with that rain and not in Brooklyn, New York. Listen. Because you, you might have been listening to that podcast on the jet ski going down the street. Okay. the water. Crazy times. <laughs> Just just honestly crazy times though. And like to hear Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, talking about like immigrants and we don't we don't we don't we have a problem with immigrants that we can't fix. Baby, you got a problem with precipitation that you can't it, fix. You got a problem with did it ever get that crazy? Did it ever get that crazy when you were in New York, like flooding wise? Never. We weren't in a climate crisis. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I've been out of New York since 2015. I mean, there has been, of course, times where like it rained really crazy, but it has been considerably worse and worse over the years, especially now Mm -hmm. that we have social media and you can really see like what it's just. And every time it it. gets every time it goes, every time it happens, it's not as if they fix anything. No, <laughs> they post the pictures and be like, ah, it's right. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's it's not like it gets like better. It just feels right. like it happens, and the next time it's even worse. And when I saw the water coming out the tiles, that's when I was like, okay, so this is the Titanic. And the rats getting bigger too. Just so you know. <sighs> that scared me just now because there was a rat the size of a cat trapped in the wall of my apartment building. So if they're getting bigger, I'm like, are they dogs now? <laughs> All right, we we got we got more Black Hero news on the show coming up. We got the Big Up Let Down, and uh, we got more because it's the Amanda Seal Show. So we're gonna listen, laugh, and learn. Come on back, the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the system. And it's a happy birthday to everybody out there. It is October 2nd. Um, happy birthday to Kelly Ripa. Happy birthday oh. to 
Sting. I'm a big fan of the police. Not the actual <laughs> Boys in Blue, but the group, the police. Um, and apparently Puff Daddy pays Sting something like $5 a minute. It's something, it's some crazy oh, yeah. number for sampling um, every breath you take for the tribute to Biggie. And he never, I think it was like he hadn't cleared the sample or something like that. Like it's, it's some, yeah. there's some situation that took place. And so, uh, happy yeah, birthday, Sting. That happened to, yeah. um, your boy Cisco too with um, Thong Song. He didn't clear Live on the Vita Loca. And now he got to pay that money. That one was always annoying to me though because I'm like, well, those are words. Like, mm-hmm. he, like she was living La Vida Loca, but because mm-hmm. he sang the melody, that's what right. he had to clear. So, I'm just like a truck. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> how the money, that's how the money is showing up uh, to Ricky in a dump truck. All right, what do we got coming up this hour? Well, you know, we love like words and things like that on the Amanda Seal show. So it was no surprise that Merriam-Webster Dictionary added over s- almost 700 words to the dictionary, Amanda. And we're going to go through some of them and also add some of our own. Plus, the world of gymnastics stays in the news. You know, a lot was happening in your favorite sport over the weekend. So we're going to break that down. Also, we have the Big Up Letdown. Big up to the writers, but a letdown to a fire alarm gate. Stay tuned to find out what that means. We're going to explain all that. Make sure you don't go anywhere and make sure that if you miss any of the show that you go check us out wherever you get your podcasts. All right. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. If you're in D.C. this weekend, make sure you come and check me out on Saturday at the Union Stage on the Wharf. I'll be at the Because They're Funny Festival. It's going down 1 p.m. Go to BecauseThey'reFunny.com. Go to AmandaSeals.com. Go to my link in my bio on Instagram and get your tickets. I'll be screening my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust. I'll be doing some stand-up. I'll be doing some trivia, giving away some free stuff and a Q&A. Look at all that thing. Look at all the things. I'm doing all the things. So if you haven't got your tickets, make sure you go and get them. All right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time for Black Era News. You know, Merriam-Webster, the mm-hmm. dictionary, mm-hmm. has added 690 new words. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, where they at? Where they at? According to Merriam-Webster, signs of a healthy language include words being created, words mm-hmm. being borrowed from other languages, and new mm-hmm. meanings being given to existing words. But uh. There are words that have not been added to the dictionary that right. I think should be added. So wait, can you just name some of the words that were added? So some of the words that were added were, so they're basically in like categories. So they did something for like AI. So doom scroll, which means to basically spend excessive time online scrolling. Um, in the climate and environment, they added forever chemical, forever chemical, which is a noun. It's basically a toxic substance that persists and accumulates in the environment. And also nerf, which is a video game term, which means to reduce effectiveness of something. Also, they added Jolof Rice, which I didn't know was not already in the dictionary. Why would they not? Oh my God. Cultural competence. Um, So here's some of the words that need to be added to the dictionary. Y'all know I love some words. Okay. Mm -hmm. First of all, how is Karen not the Karen got to go. It got to be in the dictionary. It got to be there. It got to go in the book. All right. It is no longer mm-hmm. just a colloquialism because it has a specific meaning. And even though there are people trying to like 
make it fluid at one point. Like that's a black Karen. No, no, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as a Blaren. Okay. There's a, a Karen is a Karen. Now you can act like a Karen, but that doesn't make you a Karen. The Karen is specific to white women. Okay. (laughs) Specific to white women. Mm -hmm. Um, Also another word to add soft life, a life Mm. of ease, which I'm also going to um, add to that soft girl era. Yes. You know, this this moment uh, when a woman has transitioned into a space <laughs> where she is no longer interested in fighting or mm-hmm. um, applying pressure uh, <laughs> or <laughs> or receiving difficulties uh, in order to gain joy. The soft girl era. Love it. OK. Sneaky link. Y'all got to add sneaky link. Sneaky Link is the young people's um Sneaky booty Link call? is the young people's friends of benefits. Yeah, booty call. Booty call. But I, friends I benefits, think friends of benefits. It's kind of I think it's like in the mix between the two. It could be both. Depending on who you ask. Well, again, a square can be a rectangle and a rectangle can't be a square. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. a friend a, a friend with benefit can be a sneaky link. But yes. there's very many instances where a sneaky link is not necessarily a friend with benefits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's some words that honestly are so overused that I think mm-hmm. they just, if they aren't taken out the dictionary altogether, they need to be like reintroduced like they're haha new shit, so that people have to learn the actual definitions as if they okay. never heard them before. So words Black like what? toxic, Mm. Gaslight, mm. narcissist. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they love. So y'all think it. y'all y'all think someone is toxic if you just don't like what they're saying, mm-hmm. right? That's toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all think someone is gaslighting you if they don't agree with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gaslighting me. Well, no, I'm not telling you that what you're saying doesn't. I'm, like gaslighting is someone telling you that your existence is not what happened. That's that didn't right. happen. Um. A narcissist, y'all be thinking somebody's a narcissist just because they defend themselves. Mm. (laughs) Like, like if somebody's like, if somebody is like, you know, this is what I believe about this. Y'all be like, you're a narcissist. (laughs) It's like, well, I, okay. Um, I was on my own. Haters to that list. I thought people like, I got haters, got haters. Everyone, everybody's not a hater. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you. Everybody is not. Everybody is not a hater. Everybody is not a hater. Um, but these are these are the words. These are the words. So give me a call if there's any words that you would like to add to the dictionary. one 855 man 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up, we're taking it to the mat. I'm going to talk gymnastics, even if nobody else cares. I do. And it's my show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Welcome back to Black Heart News. You know, we don't talk about sports that much on the show. (laughs) But when we do, it's usually about... Gymnastics. And right now, the 2023 World Artistic Gymnastics Championships are taking place in Antwerp. Okay. Now, Mm. I got to run down some things for you. First of all, I just want to point out the girls, the black girls are in it to win it. Okay. There's really honestly like no. I personally feel like they did not put Jordan Biles on this team because they wasn't trying to have the... (laughs) team have too many black girls i don't and i don't care i don't care i don't care jordan okay Giles. you just combined jordan say? you said jordan Biles. you combined you made a super, i mean a super they gymnast. are so tight that it might as well be <laughs> but so the world's team ended up being jocelyn roberson leanne wong sky blakely uh shiley's jones simone Biles, and the alternate is kayla DeCello. And three of those young ladies are black girls. Simone, Shailese, and Sky. Leanne Wong is Asian. Jocelyn Roberson is... I think that she's got a little Latina mixed in there somewhere. But, you know, maybe that's just because she's in Texas. Um, but I really believe that they did not put Jordan Childs on the team because they, one, didn't want so many members from Simone Biles' gym. Because, like, her... Um, and Jocelyn and I believe Sky Blakely all go to the same gym and then the Pan Am Games also has like some folks from her team but I think also they just didn't want a whole world's team of black girls that's just my theory it has not been yeah. proven by anyone hasn't been proven by anyone but Simone Biles this is she is the um, she has now qualified more than any other American to the world's team she mm. is at her six world championships she just landed her Yurchenko double pike vault in international competition, which means that it will be named for her. Um, so big ups to Simone. Charlize Jones also submitted to have a skill named after her. And that's a um, triple turn with the leg at a horizontal level on the floor exercise. But there's also another Asian gymnast skill. So if they both perform the skill international competition successfully, then it will be named after both of them. But this is a really impactful competition. And I don't think people really understand that it is huge that Simone Biles has made it back and is at this level and is number... She's first in... She's in first place after qualifying. Mm. So... The team competition is coming back um, on Wednesday. The women compete on Wednesday and they are, you know, we're going to see how the women do. We're going to see how the women do. But I want to say this. It's not just the women who are killing it. The brothers are also killing it. Okay. Because yes, there are two brothers that are on the um, men's team, Koi Young and Fred Richard, and both of them qualified to individual event finals and Fred Richard qualified to the all-around finals because it's the top 26 gymnasts in qualifying that get to compete for the all-around. So, shout out to... 
We never hear about the men because Americans have never really been like at the top of the international field. But there's mm. a there's a real strong possibility here that Frederick Richard can really do something. So shout out to this. My people's over there in Antwerp. I love gymnastics <laughs> so much. Y'all don't understand. There was a time when you never could find gymnastics. When 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 someone would see gymnastics on TV, they would be calling around like it's on, it's on, it's on, it's on. You know, we we damn near had cans, you know, with a string between them trying to get each other the news. <laughs> And now the fact that I can just casually watch gymnastics anytime I want and some of my favorite competitions anytime I want, like that, I'll never get over that. And just a side note that has nothing to do with gymnastics, but did you know that Michelle Kwan is the ambassador to Belize? Like the figure skater? That is correct. The most decorated figure skater of all time is the U.S. ambassador to Belize. Didn't I know? Things I learned (laughs) this week. Yeah. So big ups to all of our American athletes. And also just a side note too, there's a lot of young ladies that are in college gymnastics here in America that are competing mm-hmm. for their like uh, their their countries that their parents are from or that they have dual citizenship with. So folks come like um, Aliyah Finnegan from LSU is competing for the Philippines. Um, mm-hmm. There's another young lady from UCLA who's competing for Barbados. So I just thought that was really dope. And uh, it just makes for an even more extensive field of competitors. So congrats to everybody out there. Good luck. We'll be right back with the Big Up Let Down. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. All right, now it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, and it is time for the Big Up, Big Up. And it goes to the writers. Let's do this again. Writers. Well, the strike is over and it has not been in vain. The writers made historic Mm -hmm. gains by striking. And this is a three-year contract, okay? So they're expected to vote and ratify this next week. But some of the gains are minimum staffing requirements. This This is a big one because we're seeing a lot of writers not be able to even get into the writing field because now Mm -hmm. they started making writer's rooms smaller so they don't have to pay as many people. Well, that not Mm -hmm. only limits people from being able to advance, but it also puts a lot of stress on the writers, like and a lot mm-hmm. of pressure on the writers when you have like four people in a room trying to come up with eight scripts in like two weeks. Right. Um, so they've definitely done something about that. Script fees for staff writers, minimum weekly compensation. Uh, mm-hmm. There's now going to be a new writer producer tier, which I think mm-hmm. is absolutely great because a lot of times you have people that have a producer credit, but they're mm-hmm. not they're but they're a non-writing producer. So they're kind of just right. like there and you're like i'm not really sure like what your role is did you just like put money up or like what is your so writer producer credit i think is great also um they're going to be having streaming data transparency ai regulation Mm. pension and healthcare extensions and there's another part of this where it's almost uh i can't think of the exact words but basically it's like if something does well, then your your residuals reflect it doing better. So, for instance, okay. like the show Suits, like mm-hmm. got put on Netflix and it took off and like mad right. people have been watching it on Netflix. So that means that your residuals should increase. Right. Like they should not just be static. So these are some gains. And I think it's great. And now that the, rac- the actors were right behind them, I'm hoping that we also get gains on our contract so that we can cut the strike as well and get back to work. So that is the big up. Big up, big up. Today's... Let down. Okay. I don't know if y'all heard about this. <laughs> so there's been a lot going on at the U.S. House of Representatives and the Senate, all of... Because they're trying to avoid a government shutdown. Right. 
So in the midst of all this, Democratic Representative Jamal Bowman, shout out to Jamal, he was on In Amanda We Trust. Um, mm-hmm. He pulled a fire alarm. It was not in the Capitol building. It was in the Cannon building, which is the office building of the Capitol on Saturday. This is important to note because the Cannon building is not where the vote happens. The Cannon building is where the offices are for all of the different uh, House of Representatives. However, right. he was trying to leave the Cannon building to go to the Capitol to do the vote. And I don't know if y'all know this, but like whenever they have a vote, like there's like a certain amount of time within which they have to be there to vote. Like you can't just like vote whenever. So mm-hmm. like there's like, a, and, and, and they could say that there's going to be a vote like right now, you know, it's kind of like a heart transplant. Like it's happening right now. So you have to be like on call. And as you know, in the midst of this like last minute attempt to not um, a last minute attempt to avert a government shutdown, they've been mm-hmm. having midnight votes and, They've been up all crazy late. Like it's it's been bonkers. So also folks is tied. They tied. Right. And all of this, by the way, is because of MAGA Republicans. <laughs> the letdown goes to the sign that was in front of the door that Jamal Bowman pulled the fire alarm for. Because when he first, when this first happened, he was like, I accidentally pulled the fire alarm thinking he would open the door. And all of us is like, we don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> Now, to me, I'm like, listen, if you felt like you had to do that because you you just need to do what needs to be done, then I'm like, yes, brother. Yes, right. fight the power. You cannot fight fair with cheaters. Like, you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. Turns out, though, the letdown goes to the sign that was in front of the door because the, le- the sign said, emergency exit only. Ugh. Push until alarm sounds. Three seconds. Door will lock in 30 seconds. Mm. However, this door had previously not been an emergency exit only door. And okay. he has used this door previously to get out of the Cannon building to go to the Capitol building. So he was like, I don't understand why this sign was there. It's giving conspiracy to me. So set up. They set him up. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so write better signs. Uh, um, you know, you, you got us hemmed up a little bit this time, but it's not going to happen again. And I had to make two videos because the first video, I was like, that's right. Jamal Bowman did what needed to be done. And the second video, I was like, or maybe he just really read the sign and, it was, and was as confused as I was. So like that is sign. our, <laughs> that, that sign doesn't make no daggone sense. And that's really what it is. So that has been today's Letdown. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Seals, you I'm Amanda Seals. Let's take it to the phone lines. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Jeremiah. I like the Bible. This is Seals from Houston, Texas. So back to the topic about getting back in the streets. They are crazy, and I totally agree. I just feel like being single is not normalized. Like, just independent women or independent men going about their day daily. Um, 
I've been single for a while now. I, I was in college, and then when I graduated, didn't really want to get in a relationship. Then I graduated, went scouting, and it was not much out there for sure. So the streets are definitely tricky, and I think it's a lot of like just communicating. I think people are failing to communicate well just on where they stand overall. But you guys are doing great. Stay posting and stay giving knowledge. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate you. 1-855-MINUTE-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got more Blacker news. I don't know what's going on, but nearly 50 children went missing in Cleveland last month. Outcast just dropped a video for 25-year-old track. And small doses, side effects of nice guys. People are really rocking with my episode. So we're going to get into that when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And I want to shout out everybody in D.C. because I'm going to be back in your city. Yes, I'm hitting the district this Saturday for the Because They're Funny Festival. Come and check out my political comedy documentary on Saturday, 1 p.m. at the Union Stage at the Wharf. Your girl, me, I'm going to be there. We're going to be watching the video. We're going to be doing some political trivia. I'm going to do some stand-up. I'm going to give away stuff. We're going to do a QA. and a I mean, it just sounds like a really good time. So get your tickets at amandaseals.com or at becausethey'refunny.com and come on out. All right? Now, it was on this day in 1950 that the comic strip Peanuts by Charles Ooh. Schultz was first published. Featured Charlie Brown, Snoopy, and the gang. He was paid $90 for his first month of Peanuts comic strips. And Snoopy was imp- inspired by his black and white dog named Spike. Now, in hindsight, there has been, I feel like, some racist... um, There was some, like, racist Snoopy strips, I think, that were uncovered, Mm -hmm. but, you know, like, Franklin being sat on the other side of the table by himself. Oh, yeah, on Thanksgiving. Mm. Moments like that. Moments like that. Um, My mother, to this day, always says, you're... You're a good man, Charlie Brown. Like, that's how she'll, like, <laughs> give me a compliment. <laughs> you're the greatest, Charlie you. Brown. You're the greatest. Um, I really love Snoopy, though. I can't front. Ugh. And Charlie Brown Christmas is one of the greatest, at least top three, Christmas albums of all time. Remember, we would see the Charlie Brown Christmas and the Thanksgiving ones on regular TV. And then now... Yeah. You have to have the app. Like, I think it's on either Disney or you have to pay. You have to have the app in order to to see the, the special. I feel like it should be free during the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the people. Children. Linus with his blanket. I watched all of them. Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown. Like, <laughs> it was very serious. <laughs> it was very serious. You missed you miss the time, Jeremiah. You missed the time. Some people's good. <laughs> Some people's good. Um, well, what do we got coming up this hour? 
Coming up this hour, we have to talk about the fact that nearly 50 children went missing in Cleveland just last month. Also, we're going to talk about your latest episode of Small Doses, Side Effects of Nice Guys. What's up, Nice Guys? Also, to your surprise, Outkast dropped a new video for a 25-year-old song. We're going to talk about it and play a little game of Hot Bars to celebrate. Let me tell you something. The song... Is one of my favorite Outcast songs of all time. That's right, I said it. Of all time. <laughs> what song is that? Well, you gotta stick around to find out. So keep it like right here at the Amanda Seal Show. show i'm amanda seals and before we get into this black and news i want to remind y'all that we have our group chat thursday coming up and our group chat topic of the week is this should black girls focus on marriage in college now ebony k williams recently on her show on the griot said that she feels like you got to focus not just on your master's degree but your missus degree if your goal is to get married because at the end of the day there's a very limited amount of eligible bachelors out here and if you're trying to really get snatched up and be at your most fertile than the best time to do that is in college. And the people took exception to this, but I would love to hear from y'all. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. She was specifically talking about the sisters. So my question to y'all is, should black girls focus on marriage in college? Call me up. one 855 8 All right, let's get into some black here in news. <sighs> According to the Ohio Attorney General's Office Missing Children website, a total of 1,072 children have been reported missing so far in 2023 from the Cleveland-Akron area. This is a number that's like beyond my scope of comprehension. This is including nearly 50 minors who have seemingly disappeared from the same area in September. Now, the Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost is sounding the alarm to depleted police resources, leaving missing children falling through cracks. Let me just say, Mm -hmm. here is where policing can be useful, right? Like, instead of, like, traffic stops and... You know, uh, robberies from or or burglaries, I should say, from a store like Mm -hmm. this is where policing can be useful. David Yost says David Yost says I'm fearful of all kinds of things that fall through the cracks that include missing children. I rely on the tenacity of a worried parent more than I do a harried bureaucrat whose job is to put data into a computer. Mm. Now, I've heard I asked my um, Instagram following about this and they were saying that basically Ohio's interstate like their truck stops is is mm-hmm. like a fertile ground for this type of trafficking, this type of crime. Mm-hmm. And because it's such a hub and the trucking right. industry itself is also very useful in the ways of transporting children and right. sex trafficking. And it's just really scary because. What happens a lot of times is that these children get put in spaces where we now judge them as criminals, even though Mm -hmm. they were taken from a life and put into this life. That's familiar. You know, like black people being taken from Africa and then being put into slavery in America and then being treated as criminals. Remember that? So it's very frightening when we think about, well, sometimes might see somebody walking down the street and we think like, oh, they tricking. It's like, well, they might be being trafficked mm-hmm. and there really is no like real solution that they figured out for this. Uh, I know that Ilhan Omar just passed 
an act that's supposed to create an office for missing um, women, missing black yeah, women specifically, black girls, yeah. miss, missing black girls specifically. Um, and that's going to be at the DOJ. But I'm not really sure. Like I we have I know we're on the air in uh, Columbus and in mm. uh, Toledo. So my Ohio folks, I would love to hear more information. And I also just want to remind you. You got to protect your kids and you got to teach mm-hmm. them, you know, safety and teach them hyper awareness. It's as if right. as if the kids don't have to learn enough of this about school. They still need to know stranger danger well, and you know, just the tricks. You know, Amanda, they say a lot of times people are often traffic by people like that are close to them. Like not like just strangers off the side of the road. It's like people that are in there who have infiltrated their life in some way. And it becomes. Yes, this is true. Trafficking. This is true. They they get themselves to be familiar and trusting mm-hmm. so that then you will trust them. And then they do the BS and they put you in incredible danger. You are correct. You are correct. So I would love to hear from anybody who has more information about this. So make sure to hit me up. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Next up, Outcast dropped a new video for a 25-year-old track. And we're going to play a game of hot bars. Keep it up to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals and Outcast, one of my favorite groups of all time, Andre 3000, hands down my favorite rapper of all time. Okay? Mm-hmm. Three Sacks and Big Bois release a new music video for their song, Spody Odi Delicious, this past Friday. For those who don't know, Spody Odi is from the Equemini album. It dropped 25 mm-hmm. years ago. This was a groundbreaking album. This was the album that made me become a hip-hop head really um yes because prior to this album i like new hip-hop songs and new hip-hop mm-hmm. music but this was the album that turned me into like oh no no i need to be like really tapped in and okay. spody Odie was a record that we used to literally just like we would be at like the ice skating rink or at the mall or after school and you would just pull up <laughs> skirt skirt and open the door and blast spody Odie and everybody would dance and do the bankhead bounce and it was a whole thing. So shout out bounce. to everybody. <laughs> Spoke uh, and uh, shout out to everybody who knows all the words. I'm not going to put you all through it, but you know, just just know that I know all the words. Um, now who else want to Hollywood coat? Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I keep all over that presentation. My heart was being so damn fast. So now we got to do something called hot bars. We're going to play yes. a little game in honor of the new video mm-hmm. where. Jeremiah is going to give me lyrics from Outcast songs. So I've gathered some bars from the Equimini album, which changed your life. So hopefully I chose wisely. And you're going to write them, Amanda, on like, you know, how hot they are. They really set the alarm off in the cannon building, you know, as as one does. (laughs) (laughs) With that bar. So you want to take the first one from Mamacita? Okay. She N-word bashing, saying, you don't need them in your world. N-words, all dogs. If N-words, all dogs, then what you call bros. Felines and heat, meowing for some yawn balls. <laughs> now, this is a song. 2000. Where they seem very upset that a lot of women were becoming lesbians. <laughs> um, and they basically... <laughs> felt like people were being seduced and this Mm. is him talking about someone seducing a friend into lesbianism (laughs) so i feel like this bars gets like a four because it's corny okay okay (laughs) because i'm just like 
Why y'all mad? <laughs> Why y'all mad? Get some play. <laughs> They're trying to get some cut up. All right, the next, up. <laughs> the next one is from Return of the G. It's a big boy, big boy bar. Let's see, let's see how he stood up. Sticking together like flour and water to make that slow dough. We work for everything we have and gonna stick up for each other like we brothers from another mother. Kind of like Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. It's kind of hard to do without the rap, without the beats playing. But um, that was pretty good though. You found the cadence quickly. I I had to, I had to. You know, I've listened to this album 50, 11 <laughs> times. So I'm gonna give this one, um, I'm gonna give it a seven because I don't think people give... Mm. Uh, I don't think people give Big Boy enough props okay. for his raps. Sticking together like flour and water to make that slow dough. You know, it's it speaks to that they are not sticking together like... So basically, like, he could have used a drug reference there to make fast mm-hmm. money, but mm-hmm. they're sticking together like flour and water to make slow mm. money. <laughs> That's all okay. money. Okay, okay. I didn't peep that. Okay. All right, Big Boy. Like how you didn't put Skew It on the Barbie? Like there's nothing from Skew It on the Barbie in here. Like the the best to me, one of the best. Like okay, you didn't put you didn't put my favorite lyric on the whole Outcast. Like what is it? Hit us with it. Is everything with dress for the calls? Is everything with goals for the falls? No. So don't get caught up in appearance. It's Outcast, the criminal, another black experience. Uh, you know what's funny? I almost put that on here. That literally was like the fifth, and I was like, no. That is my favorite. <laughs> That's like top, 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 top. And then from Screwed on the Barbie, when he says, uh, when Big Boy says, I gotta hit the source, I need my other half of Mike because that Southern player, Lister Keller music was a classic, right? Carly Park, you point indicator. They got my back, so we gonna keep on jamming and stabbing off in the track. I think it's time to bungee, but buddy, we will be back, and I'm pinning up with some D's on the leg. Know that. Old school fans with no school foes. Can't keep it jumping like kangaroos. So, so I'm just going to give everything else a 10. And we can't forget the art of storytelling part four. Part two, part one, I never know. One, it's one and two. The art of storytelling part two, we can't forget it. We can't forget it. So this girl had a partner named Sasha Thumper. I remember her number like a summer when her and Susie, yeah, they still was slumber. Party when she came, I call it that whether it was slumber. Well, it was my life spend the night. Me in the morning, Jonas jumping on the tree. And I always feel the need like I have to wrap it really fast. And he doesn't wrap it that fast. Anyways, I could do this all day. Y'all know I love Outcast. You love Outcast too. Call me up 1855-MAN8. That's 1855-262-6328. And we'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here. We're just here, still reminiscing me and Supreme on just 
when when Luda was throwing them bows and <laughs> Outcast was still rapping because they were rappers. You know, it was a time that was also, by the way, when the Wu Tang was still very Wu Tangery. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like your man's um, su- uh, Supreme Clientele came out. Shout out to Ghostface. That was still very much like classic album. Like Mob Deep was dropped. Mob Deep just dropped murder music. You need to give it up. Woo! We don't mm. give a <laughs> quiet storm. Hot damn. Oh, here we go again. You got to do the little Kim dance. That was a time, y'all. <laughs> it was a time. Like Benjamin's was still fresh on everyone's minds. Man, we, we, we got lucky. Like Jay-Z hadn't even dropped. I'm a hustler, baby. I just want you to know. But that know. hasn't even happened yet. That hasn't even happened yet. How about that? Okay. Usher was wearing Heelys, you know, shoes with wheels on them. Not I mean, it was a time. <laughs> you know what? It was it was a time. It was a time. And it was a time when I still had my innocence. Okay. It was a time when I still believed in nice guys. And uh, that time has long passed, which is how I was able to do this episode of Small Doses Podcast, Side Effects of Nice Guys. Take a listen to this clip. Like someone can be a completely nice guy. That doesn't mean that you all have great chemistry. Someone can be a good guy. And it doesn't mean that you all have chemistry. None of these things should determine whether or not you have to give somebody a chance. At the end of the day, do y'all mesh? Do y'all click? And do you have healing in your own space to even be able to take in a good guy? Huh? Because that's the other part. When I see the nice guys finish last rhetoric, I say to myself, who are the nice guys hollering at? I don't know about y'all, but I feel like I be seeing nice guys always trying to holler at the bad gals. The nice guys are trying to get the city girls. The city girls don't want you. They can't even accept you. They've got too much going on in their intentions, in their trauma, etc., to even pay attention to you, let alone the good guys. People were upset. Some people really? were upset, but I... Some people were upset because they were just like, I mean, it feels like you're only talking about what women should be doing and not what men should be doing. And it's like, well, then you weren't listening because I was talking about <laughs> both. Um, I mean, it's really just about this concept of like nice. Right. And like, what right. does that even really mean? I think it's it's really mm-hmm. more about that concept. And this is idea that nice guys should like get some type of more access. And I'm really in this episode just trying to differentiate between the reality of like what a good person is versus just what a Mm -hmm. quote unquote nice guy is. Because I think that there's this real constant thing that says that like, if a guy is nice to you, then you should sleep with him. I think that's what they're really trying to say. That's really what they're trying to say. And then it's like, well, you know, basically like, Oh, like why aren't y'all paying attention to the squares? Because don't nobody want to square. Um, Mm -mm. unless you're really like, I really want someone boring. (laughs) <laughs> like that's what a square oftentimes for people means like they're boring right right but you know for what it's worth like I feel like the nice guy thing gets really bundled into like you're just boring and it's like oh girls want a bad boy they want a bad guy they want to be treated like mess and it's like that's not really true it's just that a lot of times there's a certain level of like excitement or of um mm-hmm. i don't know like energy that comes from those <laughs> folks that doesn't come from the guys who are like so uh you know have you watched the latest episode of csi no i haven't people love csi on a wednesday at the house i'm just saying i had a man who i'm sure <laughs> so let me tell you so here we go here's a here's a nice guy story i had a guy okay. literally holler at me and then i was like you know what amanda let's let's just try something different this is a quote-unquote nice guy let's see what he's about mm-hmm. and this man talked to me for 35 minutes about wash rags 
And okay. I said, talk to me because I didn't have nothing back to nothing to say back. Like, what are we? Why are we talking about wash bags for thirty five minutes? What is there even to say? Okay. And after that, I knew like I can't go on a date with this guy. Like I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> And I didn't, and I almost didn't cancel because I didn't want to feel bad because it was like, oh, he's right. a nice guy. And then I remembered that my time is valuable. That's and I true. don't owe this man anything. I don't owe him anything. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, he ends up like on my comments and like someone had said something in my comments kind of like, that's my girl. And he mm-hmm. in the comments was like, that ain't your girl. Who do you, who, who, who do you think you are to be saying <laughs> that's your girl? <laughs> and I was like, uh, sir, what are you doing? Um, that's not your place. And he was like, I know what my place is. And I don't need you to tell me what my place is. Here's who we thought was the nice guy, right? Blocked. You need to wash out your mouth with that wash rag. Make sure you check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch the visuals on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Next week, we got Jasmine Crockett, Representative Jasmine Crockett. She's been making waves by being one of the only vocal people up there in Congress alongside AOC. And, uh, you know, Jamal Bowman and others, but she's really doing the goddamn thing as her freshman year in Congress. And we got her on the podcast because your girl, Amanda Seals, is cooking. You hear me? Keep it like right here, The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, it's The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Let's take it to the fifth, 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 fifth phone lines. This is Sam from Houston. I just want to chime in on what's going on in Philadelphia and how. We're painted and vilified as being, let's just say, thugs. The mm-hmm. thing that really bothers me, especially when people that descend from the mouth of Caucasia like to invoke <laughs> Dr. King with, I have a dream and, you know, unity and things of that nature. And they can quote, I have a dream, but they can't quote one word that he stated from letter from the Birmingham jail. Mm-hmm. And what you don't understand right. is he wrote in that that people are more concerned with the what of why people are rioting at that time and not the why. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's all I want to say. I completely agree with you, brother. 100%. It is incredibly important that we invoke context mm-hmm. when we are talking about these things and not simply just speaking about them as in isolated incidents that are not attached to a whole series of comprehensive behaviors that have been handed down to people. Right. So, right. One eight five five Amanda eight is the number. That's one eight five five Amanda eight. When we get back, politicians say the darndest things. Plus six second headlines and your big up let down. All coming up on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. We shine. Amanda Seals, it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. But before we get into the word of the day, let me tell you something about how you know you're getting old. How? You wake up in the middle of the night and your body be like, ooh, I can feel my whole body. <laughs> like in a I don't bad know, way, like, of course. <laughs> like, I will wake up in the middle of the night like, my whole body is like, damn, ma. <laughs> Audibly. <laughs> and I'm just like, why is this happening? And I don't know, I, I you know, and I'll tell them, I'll tell myself like I have big plans. Like, yeah, I'm gonna sit, in, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take an Epsom salt bath today. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna do. Or I'll be like, I'm gonna go in the hot tub today. 
I never do any of it. Ooh, I never do any I of it. To... Because I still think I still think I'm 32, but I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> and my body reminds me every night. You're not 32. And if it doesn't wake me up in the middle of the night, when I wake up in the morning, it goes, hello. <laughs> not <laughs> like a announcement. Yes. My body absolutely wakes me up and goes, hello. <laughs> you ready for this? And by this, I just mean today. <laughs> I'm not running a marathon. I'm not, I'm not doing a triathlon. I'm just going right. to exist. And my body's like, you sure? Hmm. We'll see about that. Uh, speaking of things we're going to see about, let's see uh, what we have for the word of the day. Okay. Supreme Jeremiah, I'm going to test you all at the end of the week. So let's let's just see if y'all if y'all even have a handle on it. Okay. The word is Grok. Grok. Which, by the way, sounds like the name of some type of Marvel villain, or like maybe not a Marvel villain, but like a Marvel sidekick. Like a guardian of the galaxy. Can use it in a sentence. Can I? <laughs> no. Trying to cheat already. I have no idea. <laughs> Grok, I feel like it feels take like... Just take, a, take a stab at it. I think like well, first of all, I, you didn't ask me that. You didn't ask me the part of the part of speech. So, it is a verb. Oh, okay. To um, grok. To grok. It seems like to to complain. I want to grok. So. I want to grok. I want to. I want to grok. I want to grok. I want to. I want to grok. Right Not now. I want to grok. <laughs> <laughs> to complain. To like you know to whine. It feels okay, good. that's like one rocking. concept. Um, I would think the same um, kind of concept to be disgruntled about something to have a grok. That both of these sound like they make sense, but they're completely incorrect. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to grok something is to understand it both profoundly and intuitively. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have got that. So hopefully now that I've given you all the explanation, you grok what the meaning of grok is. Mm. And I would say that Supreme, um, as one who is a fellow 81 baby, we have a uncanny ability to grok the hip hop of the 90s and 2000s. Mm. Absolutely. Some of the old heads, they left it in the (laughs) 90s, you know, they left in the 90s and they're just like, they can't even get with Pasica Barcier. But I feel like being an 80, 81 baby. That's a good one. We were right there. We was there. I always have to remind y'all, we was there. We was there. Like my mom would be like, like her her claims to fame would be like, I was in London in the 60s. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was in London in the 60s. So when you see like Awesome Powers and all that, she's like, I was there. Been there, done that. Groovy, baby. (laughs) So she she definitely grocks the 60s. All right. Well, now we know what grok means. And so we'll see at the end of the week, which one of y'all is going to take the crown when we test y'all on these words. All right. What do we got to the sour right here on the Amanda Seal Show, Jeremiah? Coming up this hour, we have politicians say the smartest things. Plus, we have 60-second headlines and the Big Up Let Down. Big up to them folks over there at the WGA. Big up, big up. And shout out to all my friends who get to go back to work (laughs) and get their checks, all right? Right. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Now, on Thursdays, we have a group chat of the week that we would love for y'all to call in about. Now, Ebony K. Williams did a video 
uh, where she talked about how she feels that black women who are trying to make family and marriage a tenant of their life need to start as early as college in knocking it down. She says that the number of eligible bachelors is very slim and we need to stop working on just a master's degree, but a Mrs. degree, if that is the goal. So I have a question to you all. Should black girls focus on marriage in college if that is something of their goal? If they want to be married and they want to have kids, should they be focusing on it that early in order to get on the good foot? 1-855-MAN-8. Call me up. This is our group chat topic of the week and it only works if y'all hit me up. 1-855-MAN-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And it is time to get into politicians say the smartest things. All right, Amanda. So today's politician is Representative Jasmine Crockett of Dallas, Texas, and she's destroying the Biden inquiry. Take a listen. Have you ever heard them say if since we've been sitting here for I don't know how long? Yes, I I um <laughs> I've been taking a tally. Oh, okay. Can you um, show us can you so show us what the tally is? More than thirty-five times the Republican witnesses and Republican members of the committee have used the word if. Thank you so much um, for that. Because honestly, if they would continue to say if or hunter and we were playing a drinking game, I would be drunk by now. Because I promise you, they have not talked about the subject of this, which would be the president. But let me tell you something that was so disturbing as I walked in to this chamber today. As I prepared, I said, what is the crime? Because when you're talking about impeachment, you're talking about high crimes or misdemeanors. And I I can't seem to find the crime. And honestly, no one has testified of what crime they believe the president of the United States has committed. But when we start talking about things that look like evidence, they want to act like they blind. They don't know what this is. These are our national secrets. Looks like in the to me. So she's holding up pictures of the boxes in Donald Trump's bathroom. Right. You know what's interesting about Representative Jasmine Crockett is that it's abundantly clear that she has a very high IQ and also mm-hmm. that she's a lawyer. Okay? That part. She's a lawyer. She's like, where's the crime? Where's the crime? <laughs> and she's right. Because they keep talking about Hunter Biden. Then mm-hmm. they like try to they challenge one of the Republicans. They were like, okay, so I'm just trying to understand. And when I say they, I mean NBC. An NBC reporter was like, so I'm trying to understand. You said that you have evidence of a text message from Joe Biden from 2017. And mm-hmm. Joe Biden was not a part of the government in 2017. He wasn't a president. He wasn't right. a senator. Like he was like, so what are we talking about? And they were like, well, 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 well I'm not good at timelines. <laughs> Okay, so then somebody else should be up here talking. <laughs> My favorite thing about Jasmine Crockett is the fact that she reminds me of like a government worker, but like at the DMV, who's like very matter of fact. Like she like she like I'm here. It's it's not very like I'm gonna talk like this because I am a congresswoman. It's very much like I'm here to get a job done. And y'all are impeding with me getting a job done. And I'm gonna talk to y'all like it. But she's been told that she's, you know, too loud and she's been told that she's doing too much. And I just love that she is committing to herself and her truth. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that that's what got her there. And that's what I think will keep her there. A lot of us have been saying for quite some time that this is what we want from Democrats. This is the energy we want. And so to see her living in this is really dope. And, you know, I've met her in person and I really feel like, you know, in person, her energy was the same. And you know what Mm -hmm. I named that to? The sisters that she was with, they were all super cool, super chill. Like I'm judging you off your off your company. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I really feel like we need this young, youthful energy in the mix mm-hmm. of things. And she's waking things up. She's waking things up. She's waking folks up. And you can check her out when she's on Small Doses Podcast this week. She's our next episode. Ooh. And uh, um, it's side effects of gathering the government. OK. <laughs> and she does a great breakdown of the government shutdown that has been, you know, avoided. But only till November 14th, y'all. Only till November Early. 14th. All right, so that's that. Shout out out to Jasmine Crockett for getting our politicians say the smartest thing. We'll be right back with six second headlines. Keep it live. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals, we are about to check on out of here. Uh, What do we talk about today? We talk about a lot. We talk about the fact that there are over 1,000 missing children in Ohio currently. Also, Outkast dropped a new music video and we played a fun game of Hot, hot Bars celebrating one of your favorite albums of Quimini. Also, we had to talk about a federal appeals court blocking a black woman's venture capitalist for capital fund, which we're not, we not playing with. Shameful. Actually, uh, actually, it's a petition everyone can go sign on. Um, oh my God, what's the website? Freedom Fund. Now... Freedomfrontnow.com. Yes, so make sure y'all go and sign that petition. And we talk about the latest, the latest arrest in the Tupac murder. Who knew? Twenty-seven years. That ago. whole sentence is wild. <laughs> the latest arrest in the Tupac murder. Mm-hmm. It's more so the late arrest in the Tupac murder. <laughs> right. That was not a mob. It's actually the late. <laughs> you know what it is? It's really. It's not the latest. It's the late <laughs> arrest in the Tupac <laughs> murder. Because because how? How? Uh, remember y'all to check us out on wherever you get your podcast if you miss any of the show tell a friend on where to check us out as well and you can check me out when I'm in D.C. this Saturday 1pm at Union Stage at the Wharf for the Becoming for the Beat and you can check me out this Saturday at 1pm at the Wharf in D.C. let me do that more time and you can check me out this Saturday in D.C., 1 p.m. at the Wharf at Union Stage. I'll be there for the Because They're Funny Festival. I'll be screening my political comedy documentary, In Amanda We Trust. I'll be doing some stand-up, doing some political trivia where you can win some stuff. And I'll be screening it and doing a Q&A. So it's going to be a really fun day. And it's nice because it's like the afternoon. You still have time to do a whole bunch of other stuff, etc. But still be filled with fun and knowledge and inspiration. So get your tickets at BecauseThey'reFunny.com or at AmandaSeals.com. All right, when we come back tomorrow, we will have all your Black Grit news. Like, what do Cardi B and Eleanor Roosevelt have in common? Right. Uh, Also, who is Tyrese suing? And no, it's not Home Depot. Plus, how Black do you feel? The Big Up Let Down, Six Ticket Headlines, and our group chat topic of the week. So we're going to do all of that. And our group chat topic of the week is, should Black women focus on marriage while they are in college? All that and more on Tuesday's Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.